What's up, guys? This is the Board Certified Gaming Podcast, or Sacked Up Nimag de Fitrec de Rob backwards. Amar would absolutely hate that. He'd cringe and probably be confused, but he'd definitely let me know that he regrets ever saying yes to doing this podcast. He is unfortunately not across from me today. It's just me, Andy, today. I know, I'm sorry. If I'm your favorite host, then yeah, that's good news for you. If not, then just stick with me. I'm sorry. Hopefully he'll be back next week. This pandemic is making it more and more difficult as time goes by, but hopefully with things opening, we'll be able to get back on track. But the main goal is to get you guys an episode every week. So we've been doing pretty well with that. So we're going to continue plugging along and see what we can do. So we have an episode about remasters and ports, kind of the difference between the two. And that's a long time ago what feels like years ago with this pandemic. And today we're going to talk about remasters, remakes that we want to see. There's been some in the news recently that kind of stood out to us and we're like, wow, we did not see that coming in a million years. So what are the ones we want to see? With technology, anything is possible. You know, with new systems coming out, literally anything could happen. We have no idea what these highfalutin people in these game companies are thinking. We don't know what... They're like, hey, what if we brought this back? People would love that. You know, we have no idea where they're going to go or what's going to come out. They're running out of ideas, so we are not going to be surprised. More old stuff comes out. And, you know, the point is we have the ability to make this happen. I mean, picturing this back in the day, it wasn't even possible. We'd be like, all right, that game came out. It was fun. Graphics were what they were, standard for the time and place. And then five years later, we weren't like, hey, what if that game came back but looked better? You know, it's not really a recent concept. There have been remakes for a while, but I mean, they can just pump them out like nothing and just recreate entire catalogs of games. Just like, hey, here's like five games that you played back in the day. They're all new. They're all refreshed. Here, it's the same fun game you played when you were 10. Just now you can buy it when you're 30 and just play it whenever. So... They're great. We are getting older every day, just like, you know, everybody else is getting older every day. But in this day and age, old stuff is cool again. You know, people are digging it. So maybe one day I'll be cool. Probably not, though. So we have the technology to bring our favorite games back to life. We can make them better, faster, stronger. Our ears and other body parts, if I have anything to say about it, perk up whenever we get word that a title we loved as kids is coming back to relevance. You know, we get super just happy that we're like, wait a minute, I haven't thought about that in 10 years, and you're telling me it's coming out next year? Like, that's amazing. I did not even expect this news today, but it's probably the best news you could get, that something, a piece of your childhood is going to be able to just make itself appear in front of you because I did not hang on to my old systems. I don't have my old PlayStation. I don't have my old N64. Plus, I don't want to spend hundreds of dollars going to get another one. I'm not made of money. But with this podcast, who knows? Maybe we will. Our eyes light up when we get to play these classics again for what feels like the first time, even though it's, you know, probably been 15 years while some franchises like Resident Evil, Final Fantasy, Crash Bandicoot, and others are remaking their entire series of games. I mean, Crash Bandicoot just released four of them, and then they remade all the Spyro games, and then they're probably going to make other ones. Final Fantasy is just constantly remaking every single game that they came out with while also making new ones. So it's like, 
I have no idea what the order is. Amar said there isn't an order. So it's just like, yeah, play whichever one you feel like. They're all different games, but they get remade into different games. And then they come out with HD versions of the games. It's just really crazy. And then Resident Evil is taking their games and saying, okay, what if we just remade them completely in a different style, different graphics, different everything, but kind of kept the story the same. And that's just bonkers to me that they took a game that was like known for its look and distinct play style. And they're like, nah, let's scrap it. Let's make it kind of like what we're making now and see if people dig it. And they did. And, you know, it's just amazing. Some companies like that can do whatever they want. But also on the other end of that, you have companies that are like, we can only pick one and we need to pick the right one and we need to do it right. This is kind of like an experiment where other ones are like Final Fantasy, they're just going to make and then remake and then continue to take that money to make new ones and just like, yeah, people like it. So whether they like it or not, we're probably going to just do it anyway. So there are about a few actually coming out every year or so. I mean, you always hear the news about, yep, oh, this is a remaster. This is coming out. They remade this. It's going to be released. They remastered a game. It's going to be attached onto the new one. Call of Duty's been doing that. They just recently remastered Modern Warfare 2 campaign mode, just the campaign. They're just like, yep, we did it. Here you go. So it's we get news of this stuff. We heard this year so far, I mean, there are plenty this year already, but we heard about the Mario games for the 35th anniversary. I think they're doing Super Mario Sunshine, Super Mario 64, and Super Mario Galaxy, I think, but like a bunch of other Mario games. And they're just like, yep, it's been 35 years since Mario was created. Here's all those games you really, really liked back on your Switch. We heard Mafia 1 and 2 are being remade completely. They look awesome from what I've seen. Crisis, and it's going to burn through a lot of people's video cards because if you your computer can't run Crisis, which is the you know running joke, I don't think it's going to be able to run Crisis Remastered. We'll see. I long for those jokes. It's going to come back and... Hopefully they come back strong, That, but can it run Crisis Remastered? We also see Battle for Bikini Bottom, which I'm super excited about. SpongeBob games. I mean, that game is still being like, played today. I see speedrunners playing that game all the time, and I even played it myself. It still holds up after, you know, how many, however many years. You need to have the old equipment to play it, but, I mean, now they're bringing it. It's called... It's called Rehydrated. It's called SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated. And I'm very glad that they didn't just say Remastered. They used Rehydrated because he's a sponge. Duh. That's coming out. I'm super excited. It's kind of an easy game and not really. It's a cult classic, I think, if that applies to games. And then there have been many others as well. But one stuck out to both Amar and I and probably many people worldwide even. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. Those are coming out in September of this year. It was just announced on Tony Hawk's birthday. He has a lot of people on his contact list. So he was like, hey, here's my phone number. Go ahead and text me. And then it was kind of like a mass, you know, text program, whatever. That was a robot that was saying, okay, here I'm going to send you all of the same text claiming to be from Tony Hawk and all this other stuff. Maybe it was him. I don't know. But I'm assuming it was just like, hey, text this number, it'll text you back. And it's like, hey, I'm Tony Hawk, blah, blah, blah. I'm 50, still skating. So it was his birthday the other day, and he just texted all these people saying, hey, it's my birthday. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2, 
Remastered coming out September. You're welcome. It's like we we didn't ask for well, I guess we did ask for it. We've been wanting, you know, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 to come back because they're awesome games with fantastic soundtracks. But we didn't think it was happening. We didn't think it was possible. We're like, yeah, I guess those games are really, really old. And who knew, you know, that they would be even an idea in someone's brain to bring back Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. But it's coming. I mean, I know that Amar and I are stoked to play it. And it kind of made us think about what else we want to play again. And I put together a list of some things that are like my wish list, my games that I'm like, you know what? I want to see these come back. I want to see these games be remade so I can play them again. So I get spend $60 again. It's going to be like Skyrim where they're just on every single system. They just bring them back constantly. And I have to pay $60 again and again and again. And I will because they're awesome. So I'm going to get into that list. But first, follow our Twitter at BCG Podcast. Follow our Instagram at Board Certified Gaming Podcast. Just follow those two things. That would be awesome if you guys did get our numbers up you know we post updates we post funny tweets i post relevant articles you know i retweet relevant articles and probably comment on them as well i get a little uh legal nerd in there maybe so if that's your cup of tea go follow us at bcg podcast it's just bcgp and then oddcast there's another one <laughs> There's a BCG magazine or there's another BCG podcast. That's not us, but BCG podcast on Twitter is us. They keep tagging us. I don't know why. So, and then follow the Instagram at board certified gaming podcast for pictures. And you can see our thumbnails and interesting picture updates for what we're doing. All right. Now I'm going to get into it. I'm going to kind of just describe each of these games a little bit, why I like them, why I want them to come back why other people might want them to come back, and if it's kind of even possible. So there are obviously a lot of fan favorites, and the thing with remasters is you're not always just going to remake the best games. Like, the best games are the best games because they're great the way they are. They don't really need to be remade or really remastered because especially if you make a game for, like, the PS4 now and it's great, like God of War, they don't need to remake God of War. It's fine. You can play it. Pretty sure it'll be backwards compatible or even like just digitally downloaded. The graphics are amazing. You don't need to really add it, anything else to it. It's fantastic. So you don't really, really need to you don't really need to remake it. There's no point. But a game that was made, you know, 15 years ago, a game on the PlayStation 1, a game on the N64, those can be remade. They can be retouched. They can be like, "Hey, these graphics were really shit compared to what's available today we're going to remake them we're going to restyle it we're going to update the graphics so people can like oh okay this looks like a game that was actually made in 2010 and beyond instead of 1995 so that's why we like it so much because it's like you get the nostalgia you get like a, oh this is what would happen if this game was made today they get to take advantage of the new technology the new graphics processors the new editing the new animation software the new whatever and they're like you know what this game would probably be even better if it looked better. Like it, it may not hold up because of how bad it looks or how inaccurate some of the memories we have of them. We always remember them to be great games, but it's like, okay, if we go back and play it, will it, will it hold up? Or would, are there some changes and updates they can make to make them like so much better? So here's my list. 
First of all, I'm going to start by saying this is my personal list. I am a huge nerd, but I have preferences. There are certain games that probably should be remade and that it wouldn't be surprise me if everybody else wanted them remade, but I'm just not a fan. I mean, everybody's going to say all the you know, Demon Souls and all the GTAs and all of these JRPGs that I have not had personal experience with. Amara would probably bring up a couple of those that's like, oh yeah, I played those when I was like 10, bring them back. And I'm like, I haven't even touched them. So I'm kind of, I'm not one note, but it's like there's certain game categories that I have not stepped foot in. Like people would say Silent Hill should make a comeback or the first Silent Hill. There's just a bunch of other like horror games that I don't really have anything to do with. I didn't even think Resident Evil really needed remasters or remakes, but people were wanting that. And they're just like, hey, horror games, remake them. I just, some things are just not my cup of tea. But this list is, so it's a little cherry picked. It's a little like, yeah, of course these games are good, but, you know, get some culture, which I don't have a ton of. The first one is basically any Star Wars game. If they remade any Star Wars game, I would touch it. I would play it. I'd buy it instantly. Like, we have an episode for Star Wars Day about all the Star Wars games that I've played. Amar's played a couple, but not a ton. And basically any of those on the list that I mentioned, or basically any Star Wars game, period, I'd play again. They're already not remastering, they're porting Star Wars Episode One Pod Racer. They have Bounty Hunter that's available. They have Jedi Starfighter that's available. They remade the Battlefront games. It's like anything Star Wars I'm into. So just bring it on. I'll play it. I'll buy it. You have my money. Disney doesn't need the money. And I probably could use the money, but I'd still, I'll still spend it on any Star Wars game. Particularly, I have one in mind, and that's KOTOR, Knights of the Old Republic. I have not played it. I have researched it a lot. I have heard about it. I've watched some gameplay of it, but I haven't officially played it. It's a fantastic game. I've heard nothing but good things about it. I enjoy games like Dragon Age, like Mass Effect. So it's like, it's basically that, but in a Star Wars universe. And it's like, that game is entirely tailored to me. But I feel like I missed the boat and I don't know if I'd be as into it now if I started, whereas like if they remade it or updated the graphics and made it for the newer systems, I'd be like, okay, cool, I can get into it and then rediscover the old ones and then see if I dig it. Because sometimes I play the last game and I'm like, maybe I should play these first ones and then turns out I love them. When, I mean, I, honestly, I should be starting with the old ones, but it, I might be too used to what it is now, like what the standards are now, so I might not be as man, in 2005, this would have been great. Like, I don't want to have that. I don't want to have like, yeah, but these games I have now are like super good, super fun to look at, super fun to play. But it's like, yeah, this game from 2005, while it's fun, it is limited by what it had at the time. Because some things that may be ahead of their time aren't necessarily going to play as that when it is past what they were doing, if that makes sense. A game that's ahead of its time now, I mean, it could only go five years ahead. So a game made in 2005, if it was five years ahead of its time and it's 2020, we've been there, done that, bought the t-shirt. So it's like, I don't know. But I'm going to try KOTOR at some point. Knights of the Old Republic, if you make it again, I will absolutely buy it. 
and then I have no excuses to try it. I have zero reasons not to. So basically any Star Wars game. Disney, if you're listening, come on the podcast. Anybody from Disney or anybody from Star Wars, Lucasfilm, go ahead. Any Star Wars game, Andy Lucas will buy it. 100%. The next one, and Amar is going to be happy that I mentioned this. I should have for him. This is, this is with him being with us in spirit today. Jet Set Radio and Jet Set Radio Future. I feel like they could make this like a double pack or something. Amar loves this game. He swears by it. He has a tattoo of it on his forearm. That's how much he loves this game. And he would, that's probably the first game he would say, okay, yes, please remake them. He actually bought, <laughs> he actually got older systems. He got them as a gift. And he bought my Xbox 360 so he could play some older games. And he's like, I don't care. I'm going to play Jet Set Radio as soon as I can. I don't care what I have to do. I'm going to play it. And he has. And he's transported to back when he was a kid. And he's loving it. And he's like, you know what? They could either remaster these or make a sequel. And I'd be fine with either. Please do one of them or both. Just not neither. Neither sucks. Then we're just left with what we have. And while it is fun, we want another one. We want more. So Amar would definitely stand behind Jet Set Radio, just anything related to that. And then this one is tied to the first one that I mentioned, Star Wars and KOTOR, Mass Effect. So you can see there's the theme here. I'm an RPG guy. They're fun. I love them. Characters, story, gameplay, quests choices rpgs are awesome so mass effect if they remade the trilogy i don't even care if they charge 90 dollars for it i'm buying it it's great the mass effect trilogy i even think those games hold up today it's not like the graphics are even that bad it's just you know they could remake them they can retouch them improve the mechanics just a little bit and everybody would buy it these mass effect games especially mass effect 2 is just perfect there's so much to do you feel for every single character that is in that game, you're like, I love this person. I don't want them anything bad to happen to them. I want them always by my side. I just want them to be with me at the end whenever I kick everything's ass and save the day. So it's just, these are fantastic games that I have no problem just spending 20 hours replaying about every couple months. Like I, I just do the Mass Effect trilogy and the Dragon Age trilogy just over and over again until I die. That's basically what my entire life is going to be. And I have not a, not a single problem with that. Ain't a damn thing wrong with it, and I will continue to do so. So Mass Effect Trilogy, I think it's in the works. I've heard some rumors that it might be coming out next year. They keep fucking with me in a certain, with that thing, and they're going to keep teasing it and keep putting it in rumors, and it's going to keep pissing me off every single time because I'm like, you know what? just release the damn thing, please. Like, I've waited very long for this, and if you guys just keep giving me some cock tease with this, I'm going to be very pissed if it just doesn't come. And it's like, yeah, well, that was an idea we were throwing around, but we didn't think anybody was going to. Here's Anthem. Here's an update to Anthem. We thought that's what you guys wanted. I'm like, no. Don't make a new Mass Effect game. Don't make something kind of like Mass Effect. Make, the, make something that's already been made that everybody wants. Just do it. It's makes Here, boom business decision you make tons of money then you can just guess with your next game who cares you already made a ton so mass effect trilogy this next one everybody 
everybody's going to want, I think, I hope, with Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. I think that's really going to make people want either a new Skate game or a remastered Skate 3. Skate 3 is fantastic. The gameplay mechanics of Skate is probably my favorite way to play a skateboarding game. Just with the flick of the analog sticks and you're just like, you know what, that's probably what feels better when you're trying to do like a kickflip and stuff. And there's the all those different mini games where you're literally one is to do as many do as much damage to your body as you can by breaking as many bones and doing all this other stuff. I think it's Hall of Meat or something. It's just super cool. And there's just all these different things you can do and places you can skate. And it's just kind of... Tony Hawk's Pro Skater is probably the gold standard of skateboarding games. And skate is just right there as well. But they're just like a little different, but you can tell they're both good at what they do. And with this remaster, who knows? If people are like, you know what? We want skateboarding games again. They might remaster Skate 3. They might bring Skate 4. Who knows? You know, it's skateboarding hasn't really been in video games for a little while. Because skateboarding as a whole has kind of just... I'm sure it's big in some circles, but it's kind of faded away in terms of like, it was the 90s and early aughts. Everybody loves skateboarding. Tony Hawk is, you know, 30 and still killing it. Now he's 50. Now everybody will remember, like, the founders of skateboarding. Not the founders, but the big guys. The big heads of skateboarding. Mount Rushmore of skateboarding. They're all old now. They're all, like, dads of three. And it's like, all right, you're not really skateboarding anymore. You're doing your taxes and making sure your kids get lunches. Like, we don't care. And the young people, we don't really give a shit about them. So this might, you know, bring skateboarding back into video game culture. Who knows? They might make more. The next one is a personal favorite of mine, and I hope it's one of yours as well. Simpsons Hit and Run. So everybody wants the GTA games. Everybody wants San Andreas to come back, Vice City. They want Grand Theft Auto 4 remastered. Hell, they'll even buy Grand Theft Auto 5 again. You know, Grand Theft Auto is its own giant thing that's going to have fans until they stop making them, even after. But Simpsons Hit and Run is, has a special place in my heart because it's basically a combination of Grand Theft Auto and The Simpsons. So you can basically steal cars, drive around, kick people, avoid the cops, collect things, do quests, run races, all these other things. It's kind of toned down, obviously. In Grand Theft Auto, you can commit a lot more crimes and kill people and fly out of jets and do all this other stuff. But Simpsons Hit and Run, for a game made in like early 2000-something, it's very fun, and I played it recently. It holds up. It's got the humor of The Simpsons with the style kind of Grand Theft Auto, and it's got its own comedic quest style that I just enjoy, that it's like you play as Homer, Marge, Lisa, Bart, Apu even. It's just so fun, so intricate, and it kind of holds up that if it just improved the graphics, I don't know if it would succeed the same way, but it would definitely be a lot of fun, and I want it. Simpsons Hit and Run, please bring it, like, just remaster it, or make another one. I don't care, like, update it. doesn't even have to be great. It's all animated. The characters already exist, so it's not like you have to make them. The voice actors, I think most of them are still alive. A couple of them are dead, but you can get around that. The next one is kind of, I hope people know what this is, and I hope people played it, but I would love to see this come back as, like, a continuing franchise or some kind of 
you know, thing that is back in mainstream video games, and that's Ready to Rumble Boxing. That was so fun. Cartoon boxing, where you had a bunch of different characters, and you would box, and you had the Ready to Rumble guy, and I'm like, you know what? All it is is boxing, but I had a wonderful time playing it. There have been a couple boxing games, but those were, you know, EA made boxing, and it wasn't that fun. And now there's UFC, which is kind of fighting, but I'm like, eh, give me a boxing game. Give me a good boxing game where it's like, yep, I'm not trying to kick you. I'm not trying to wrestle or do any of this other crap. I'm just trying to box you. It's kind of cartoony. You know, it's kind of, there's a guy with an afro on the cover. Loved playing as him because he was so cool. And he just beat the hell out of people. And other, like, it was, it's kind of like Punch-Out. I mean, everybody likes Punch-Out, but it's more like, make it more realistic. Remaster it or make another one. I don't care. Ready to rumble boxing, so fun. The next one is one that I will shit my pants if they do, and I will buy it the second I am able to. And that's, I kind of lumped these all together because they all fit together. Fallout 3, Fallout New Vegas, or Elder Scrolls Oblivion. So they have Bethesda, has put Skyrim on literally everything and they will continue to do so as long as people will buy it and play it. But if they ever chose to remaster Fallout 3, Fallout New Vegas, or Fallout, or wow, Elder Scrolls Oblivion, I think that would open up a little, like, okay, finally, a game people wanted, not just Skyrim again. It's like, we wanted an updated version of this. We wanted new console versions of this. I can play Fallout New Vegas and Fallout 3, on Game Pass, well, they aren't going to be on Game Pass for much longer, but I could play them on Xbox One as like backwards compatible titles. But we want updated versions. We want newer versions. Maybe make them in the style of Fallout 4. Maybe make Fallout 1 and 2 in the style of 3, 4, and New Vegas. Maybe do that. These would all be good ideas that Bethesda can probably use. I mean, they remade Doom and made Doom Eternal, and those look awesome. You know, they took a game that was... They took Doom, I know Doom has advanced a little bit since what I'm thinking of, the original Doom, but it's a far cry from the original Doom to what Doom looks like now. It's a lot more metal, it's a lot more extreme, it's like on drugs, basically. And, you know, they've been kind of coasting a little bit with Fallout 76, they're like trying to bring that back, so instead of bringing that back, kind of like Bioware needs to do, yes, your game kind of stunk. You tried something new that people weren't gonna that people didn't like. Bioware did it with Mass Effect Andromeda and Anthem. Bethesda, Fallout 76. Not great moves that people just across the board didn't like. And they try to fix them. They're trying to alter them to make okay, do you like it now? Is it better? How about this? What if we just make it the game you kind of wanted at the beginning, even though that's what we didn't give you because we thought you wanted something else? Like just we want the same stuff. So just keep making the same stuff. That's why remasters and remakes are a thing. We just want the old stuff again. But then we're going to complain when you don't make anything new. That's just people. That's consumers. So you might as well play the safe move and just remake something you already made that people love. Just update it a little bit. We'll be happy. We'll be completely satisfied if you remake Fallout 3 and just like, here you go. Updated graphics, updated stuff, not as buggy, looks great, plays on the Xbox Series X or PS5. Looks awesome. Here you go. I would buy it in an instant. Any of these games. The next one is an oldie but a goodie, and I enjoy it. Ape Escape. So I know they made a DS version of Ape Escape, and it stunk. Not good. So I don't really count this as like a, they should remake this because they haven't. 
They re they made I think another Ape Escape game for the DS and it was terrible. But the old PS1 game, all you're doing is catching monkeys. You're like some red-haired spiky dude and you're catching monkeys who have like sirens on their head or like weird mind control things on their heads and it's so fun. It's just a easy, well not technically easy, it got difficult as you went along, but it's a simple concept where you're just getting new weapons, new skills and power-ups and different puzzle levels to catch monkeys. And it was pretty fun for the time. And I think they could remake it and really make it interesting. It might be a you know PlayStation-only exclusive, but I think the people, Sony's got enough money and enough talent, I think, that they could find somebody to do this and make it right for the PS5 and just update it so it doesn't have to look like human realistic. It was cartoons. They can animate it and just sharpen it up a little bit, maybe make it more interesting or intricate puzzles and stuff. That would be cool. It's probably a far-fetched idea. Some of these might not happen just because it's like, how are we going to make this for nowadays when this could probably be finished and the game is going to last like three hours? People aren't going to want that. They're not going to care. So we might as well port it or we might as well, you know, not do it because <laughs> why waste the money? The next one, they can just pick any one of the games in this franchise and I think I'd be okay as long as Ed, along with everybody else there's a couple that I'd be like you know what why but I get it Twisted Metal if you don't know what Twisted Metal is basically it's cars and you kill each other with guns attached to your cars and then special power-ups you know it's it's great and there hasn't been many car with guns you're only driving and then that's how you beat other players there hasn't been many of those made recently. It's been racing or it's been guns and killing. Those are kind of the two. But there hasn't been many that lumped them together with special power-ups and interesting characters and stories and stuff. If you don't know the story of Twisted Metal, I really enjoy it. It's a tournament, just like Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter. It's a tournament, and at the end of the game, if you win, Calypso, the big guy who's running the tournament, he's got special powers and he can grant you one wish. And it's just interesting to see all of these characters, what they want, what their backstory is. One is a ghost who possessed a construction vehicle. There's another guy who has no arms and legs, and he's attached to two giant tires. There's a guy who's literally the Grim Reaper who drives a motorcycle. Like, it's just awesome characters, awesome stories that it's like, make one for today or remaster the old ones because they were pretty damn good. Like, I'd play them again in a heartbeat. Some of these games that are old... They may not, just like Ape Escape that I was mentioning, they may not be these super technically complicated games that are going to take 20 hours to beat or like a Dark Souls game that's going to require you to continue. Okay, I died again. I got to start over. Okay, I died again. I got to start over. These games are going to be kind of short. They're going to be kind of arcadey, but the replayability is there, especially with a game like Twisted Metal. If you want to play them, then you can replay them and get another character through the whole entire thing again do the same stuff. It's still as fun. It's not, you know, just linear. It's anything could happen. You could lose. You could be a different guy. You have to learn how to use other power-ups. You have to learn how to win again. And you get a different story. You get, there's a reason why you replay it. Ape Escape, they could switch it up a little bit. They can change some things. They can make some harder puzzles. They can update it. Crash Bandicoot was difficult and they remade them again. And I loved them. Like, even if it was the same stuff, it wasn't that, you know, complex. I still got through it, but I still enjoyed the hell out of it. So I could see these being made again, and that would be fun. The next one, 
Left for Dead. I feel like Left for Dead, which is classic, you know, four player zombie shooter, get to the safe house, you have a couple weapons that you find, shoot zombies, don't alert these kind of zombies because then they will alert other zombies and then you will be swarmed and then die and you have to heal your friends and all this other stuff. It's been done, but Left 4 Dead did it very well. So I could see that game be a remaster or a remake and just, hey, we haven't made a Left 4 Dead game in a long time. Left 4 Dead 2 was, I think, the last one. And instead of making a Left 4 Dead 3, I feel like they could, you know what, we're going to make remake Left 4 Dead 2 or make remake the original Left 4 Dead. And people would love it. Just update the graphics, update the story, maybe give the characters a couple more customization. I don't know. Just change it a little bit. They don't need to reinvent the wheel you kind of have, okay, imagine if they made like Left 4 Dead games every two years. It'd get boring because there's only so much you can do. Oh, new place, new characters, same shtick. You're killing zombies. This next one is a personal favorite of mine. One of my favorite games, one of the best games ever made, and they should remake it. At least just update it for newer consoles. Just put it on the Switch and I'll be happy. SSX Tricky. Snowboarding games... I mean, I haven't played a ton of them, but SSX Tricky is probably the best snowboarding game. I mean, the awesome characters that you can play as. It's just intense snowboarding with all these tricks that you can do. It's basically Tony Hawk's Pro Skater with downhill snowboarding. So it's just insane what you can do. The cool things that you, tricks that you can do, you can, you're basically flying because these giant jumps and it's, they're defying the laws of physics. It's just so cool. And if you have a GameCube, go play it. It's so fun. Or SSX, they made a new one. Or SSX3, or SSX on tour. Like, all of those games are very fun. It's a simple concept. It's snowboarding. Kind of competitive, weird, freestyling, extreme snowboarding. But it's just, they got a formula right. The voice acting is awesome. And it's just so fun to just go through it, go through all these really awesome tracks, do all these awesome tricks. And then all these cool characters that you get to meet and unlock stuff for. And it's just super cool. And it took a lot of hours to just get all the stuff that I wanted to and just max out these characters. And I'm like, but I want to play as that guy. So I just got dist completely distracted. And I'm like, because all these people are cool and I would play as them. So the next one is kind of a an obscure title that I hope you guys have played. I don't know. But Army Men Sarge's Heroes. So these are Army Men basically the little green guys, but they made an entire game series. I mean, there are a bunch of Sarge's games, and he is basically a living army man. And like these little green characters, now they're alive and trying to get the tan army men and kill those guys. And those are the, obviously the bad guys, but these are like kind of specific ones. Sarge is a big, you know, Sarge. He's got a minesweeper guy that's kind of like a scaredy nerd there's like a big flamethrower guy there's a bazooka dude there's a girl who is pretty badass i forgot her name but sarge's heroes is basically using all of them and it's really cool universe to be in because it's basically like army men like you would play in your living room or your kitchen and just have those little figures on a counter it's basically what these are these the worlds are what would be someone's backyard or someone's counter or someone's sink. And it's like, well, I have to go pat. Oh, we have to take cover behind this giant soda can here because it's, that's part of the return. And it's just a cool world that I think they could remake and look pretty nice. And it's not like they need to animate it that well. They're army men. They're green. 
they look plastic and just give them a little bit of different features and the fact that they can move kind of fluidly fluidly and hold a gun. So, and there's another one that I enjoyed, Sarge's War. That's basically centered around Sarge and it's more of like a shooter it's because you get guns where the other ones are kind of more all around combat. You can get vehicles, you can get other different kinds of weapons. All the army men games are fantastic. And Sarge's War was more of like a, you are Sarge the whole time and you pick up weapons, pick up guns and shoot all these people and make it to the end to save your friends. So those are fun. I'd love to see those again. The next one, Time Splitters. Any of the Time Splitters games. These are basically time travel, but shooting in different like eras and time periods. There's one where you're in Notre Dame, like the cathedral, and you're like a jester, and there's some thing you got to do. There's like Soviet Russia, and you're like dealing with zombies. And there's just cool, you're basically a time traveler, and you go and travel back in time to go save time, basically, and, you know, correct wrongs. And it's very cool. And the art style is very cool. It's very cartoony, but it is definitely a very fun game that got better. I mean, Time Splitters 1 was good. Time Splitters 2 is amazing. Time Splitters Future Perfect is even better. Like, they just, they're games that haven't been around for a while. And every time I kind of hear a rumor that it's like, ooh, Time Splitters might be coming back, like my ears perk up a little bit. And I'm like, don't lie to me. I want that. That sounds awesome. And then I forget about it. And I'm like, ooh, wait a minute, Time Splitters is an amazing game. I completely forgot about that. So, Time Splitters, go check it out. The next one is for sports fans out there. So, FIFA's kind of doing this now. There was a game called FIFA Street. And now in the newer FIFA games, they have like a street FIFA Street mode instead of making it its own game. NFL had an NFL Street game and NFL Street 2. NBA had, you know, four NBA Street games. I'd just love to see one of those come back and just be... Because it would technically be a remake. they just change the characters. Like, it's not a sequel, really. It's just, we made NFL Street, but with people that play the sport now. You know, that would be... They could just make one and just, like, update it. I feel like that would be cool. You know, EA could do that. And everybody would love it. NFL Street, super simple. You're just playing streetball against you know other nfl players and you can do pickup games you can do all this other stuff nfl street 2 is without a doubt one of my favorite sports games of all time just because it's there's a lot of like customization you can get all the nfl legend not all the nfl legends but a lot of them and you can go through basically it's own the city and play football play street ball and try to like yeah we run this entire city because we took over that park we took over this park we took over this park and i get all the best players from all these games i play and then we go take on exhibit he's got a team because apparently they needed exhibit in this game super fun like basically nfl but not as serious it's not professional football it's just you're bouncing off walls and throwing passes that way and your other guys bouncing off walls and catching it there's game breakers it's so awesome if you've never played a street sport game so go play them. They're fantastic. And they have awesome soundtracks as well. They just are consistent, great soundtracks. The last one, and I, this is just kind of a sweeping declaration, basically any N64 game, like any of them, like just any single one of the N64 games, except maybe Pilot Wings. Pilot Wings sucks. If you want to bring back like Ocarina of Time, 
007 Goldeneye, Perfect Dark, Star Fox, Shadow of the Empire, Paper Mario, Pokemon Stadium, any of these. If you want to just remaster them, remake them, whatever, just do it and people will buy them just because an N64 is something that nobody has and some people do, but not a lot of people and they cost a ton of money. If you want Mario Kart 64, get ready to pay like 50 bucks for like a used copy. Super Mario 64, they are remastering that and putting it on Switch. So it's possible. You can do it. You just got to do it. And Nintendo Switch is doing this thing where they're emulating. They did classic NES games. They did Super Nintendo games. I'm assuming they're getting their way to N64 games, but that would probably take a while. I want that. That would be awesome. If it's possible and I can get all of these N64 games on an emulator on the Nintendo Switch, I would be happy. Then you can do GameCube games and stop there, and I would be fine. I would not need to buy a single game ever because all the games from my childhood, from the GameCube, N64, Super Nintendo, and Classic NES are there, and I don't need anything else. So that would occupy my time immensely. So I would appreciate any N64 game. If you want to remake it, go ahead. If you want to just port it, I'd be fine with that. Go ahead. I don't care. The graphics, they're not that great, but I will survive. It's not that bad. There's, I guess, one more that I wanted to mention that might be obscure that I hope people played because it deserved a little bit more credit than it got, and that was Brutal Legend. So this was a rock and roll demon kind of game, cartoony, funny comedy game from Double Fine where you're basically Jack Black as a roadie and he gets pulled into a demon world where he needs to play guitar as a weapon and he becomes like a demon and he flies and it's just a very interesting game but it's like metal as hell because it's got a lot of metal soundtrack in it like Black Sabbath all these other bands that are in there and I'm like okay this is an awesome soundtrack it's funny it's got Jack Black who I love and it's centered around like you play music and play your guitar kills like demons and other like monsters that you're trying to get through. And it's just, it's a really fun game that I think should have excelled a little bit more than it did, but people just didn't vibe with it. So I guess I get, I have one more on this list. Sorry. Rainbow Six Vegas too. All basically any Tom Clancy game. Rainbow Six Siege is going well. Just you have the engine, just remake Rainbow Six Vegas 2 but in the Rainbow Six Siege, like, style. Like, people would play it. It will hold up. The story's awesome. The co-op gameplay is super cool. I play that game millions of times with my friends. It's so fun. Just repelling and then shooting people and then just hiding in cover and then just throwing your gun out there. Like, the mechanics are there. They're, it wasn't groundbreaking by any means. It was just a fun game that I just enjoyed playing all day, every day. And many nights spent with friends were spent playing Rainbow Six Vegas 2 and a lot of other Tom Clancy games or SOCOM games. SOCOM was very fun or Ghost Recon. Any of those old games, like Warfighter games that were just like, you're a guy, you're with a squad, you got to go do these missions and anything. I mean, Call of Duty does it. Battlefield does it. Just bring back SOCOM. Bring back Ghost Recon. Any of the Tom Clancy games, Rainbow Six games, bring them back. People will love them. I mean, and... With all of, of these games that were old or back in the day or came out in the last 20 years, you would also be intro introducing them to the newer age of gamers. So people who weren't alive back then were 10 back then and didn't really have access to those games because they were rated M for mature. These people 
missed out on these games and the people that did play them are missing them. So this is an opportunity to take all of these old games and bring them back into the mainstream and have people really understand how great they were. It may not be the same kind of feeling that we got back in the day when we played them for the first time, and I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. I cannot keep my eyes off of it. But it's still something. It's still, you know what, everybody gets something from it. There are people that haven't played it. They're like, oh my God, this is amazing. I only have an Xbox One. I can play these and it'd be cool. Or I don't, I never owned a PlayStation, but now I have a PlayStation. So it's like, what did I miss? What have I missed all these years? It's the opportunity to just have that nostalgia, give these game companies a little bit more money because it's like, hey, we are using your licenses. We are using your characters. You may not own them anymore, but if you do, we can give you a little bit more marketing and a little bit more money so you can make some new stuff because your old stuff was awesome so and people will love it. So I enjoy remasters and remakes just because it's interesting to see what they do with it. Nobody wants to remaster a bad game and nobody's going to remake a bad game and make it worse. That's not their goal. Their goal is to make it better. Their goal is to take a great game and make it better or a bad game and make it tolerable. So there are a lot of games out there that probably could use it. There are probably a lot of bad games that could use remakes because they were bad. And if you make them better, who knows? Maybe they're looked at a little bit differently in history. So it's just interesting to see what comes out, what will come out. I have no idea. You know, it's hard to predict this stuff unless you get like a tip or something because it's, we have no idea what they think. Hey, we can make this. What if we made this again? We can find the rights to it. We can, you know, pay whoever we need to pay to get this done. We have the money. Why not? Give it a shot. So it'll be interesting to see what the future holds, especially with the Xbox Series X and PS5, what kind of processing power and computing power leads to in terms of remasters and remakes. They could make some beautiful games with it. So I wouldn't be surprised if they can just overhaul some titles and be like, hey, this game, it's going to be completely different. It's going to be completely HD. Don't even remember what that game looked like because it's going to look drastically different. And I'm excited. I'm first of all excited for Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. I'm excited to go back into that soundtrack, go back into that warehouse and collect the letters S-K-A-T-E and collect the hidden tape. All right, I'm ready to go do that. I cannot wait for September. And all in SpongeBob, Battle for Bikini Bottom, Mafia, Final Fantasy, which I might give a shot to, I don't know. But I am excited for all these old games that I'm playing and all these new ones because I don't want to have to hang on to these old systems or play on emulators. I don't really like them, but if it's a way to do it, then I will. I just want the old stuff to be cool again. Just like when I'm old, I want to still be cool because there's no way I can remaster me. So unless, you know, maybe in the future... I can do that. We'll see what happens in like 50 years if I can get a remaster. But nobody wants to see that. So I appreciate you guys listening. We'll talk to you again next week. Hopefully Amar will be here. Make sure to check out the Twitter at BCG Podcast, the Instagram at Board Certified Gaming Podcast. I appreciate everybody who listens. If you made it this far, I appreciate you even more. I know I ramble. I know I talk a lot. when And I talk in circles and I probably contradict myself. But, you know, hey... It's my podcast. I can do what I want. So see you guys next week. Have a good one.